This morning's theme, as you've seen on the screen, is God's glory, and we want to be changed as we look at the theme that we have each week, and just preparing our hearts for worship, and looking at His character, and what He requires of us, and how we ought to live in light of His character. And so as we look at His glory today, I do pray that our lives each would be changed. Why don't we open in prayer? Father in heaven, thank you for the blessing that is ours to gather around your word, even as we look at Psalm 104, how it says, Bless the Lord, O my soul. Uh, O Lord, my God, you are very great. And even as we come before you this morning to worship you in prayer and in song and in contemplation of your word, even as we have it upon our laps and just consider who you are and your glory, Father, I pray that we would remember that you are clothed with splendor and majesty, covering yourself with light as with a cloak, stretching out heavens like a tent curtain. You lay the beams of your upper chambers in the waters. You make the clouds your chariot. You walk upon the wings of the wind. You make the winds your messengers, flaming fire your ministers. What an amazing thing to consider, Lord, that you, our God, our creator, our savior, is so glorious. And there is none who can compare, even as we'll sing this morning. Father, I pray that you would change our hearts, change our minds, remind us of your glory. Cause that to be at the forefront of our minds, even as this week progresses. And as we are in the places that you have put us, in our homes, in our neighborhoods, in our workplaces, that we would reflect your glory and that we would point our lives, our behavior to you as a testimony of your grace in our lives. So we ask your blessing upon the morning, and we ask that you would be honored above all else. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen. The terms used in our Bibles, both in the New Testament, the Old Testament, and the New, are used of the honor and praise due usually of a person, but especially of God, worthy of reputation because of their position, power, riches, and of course God being uh, the creator of all. Such glory ultimately belongs only to him. He alone is ultimately worthy of such praise, such glory. God's unique glory is particularly manifested in radiant splendor and majesty throughout his perfect attributes, even as we, as I mentioned, we look at who he is each Sunday morning and his characteristics and his mighty acts that we can look back on history and see, his deliverance of his people, his speaking into existence, this creation and holding this creation together and working it towards that ultimate moment of redemption when his son was on the cross and even unfolding since then, these past 2,000 years, redeeming us even as we are here today. Although no human has seen God's uncovered essence, his full heavenly glory, we have gotten a glimpse of his glory in his son, Jesus Christ. Uh, And the, the divine glory revealed to us in veiled form through the incarnate son and shown to us and recognized by us as believers through the indwelling Holy Spirit who helps us to see and to know, yes, that Christ is God. Of course, the creation that we look at, even last night, if you saw the, what they call it, the strawberry moon, the full moon last night, 
as it rose, as we were coming back into town, we saw it in the southeastern sky rising, just a beautiful full moon. Uh, his creation reflects his glory in those inanimate objects, the, the plants, the, the planets, the uh, moon, uh, the weather, the environment that we live in, and of course the animate forms in human beings, in cute little puppies or whatever we might see in animate form in creation. Of course, mankind, you and I, in our present earthly state, we continue uh, and continually fall short of God's glory, and yet his glory is manifested to a degree through each one of us. We are created in his image. We reflect his image as Genesis opens up. Let us create man in our image. We reflect uh, God in our existence. In Psalm 24, just looking at some passages, uh, we, uh, it opens up and then continues on in later verses. The earth is the Lord's and all it contains, the world and those who dwell in it. He owns all of it, the planet, the solar system, the universe, it's all his. Lift up your heads, O gates, and be lifted up, O ancient doors, that the king of glory may come in, the king of glory. And we might be the, the king of Frisbee golf and whatever trophy we might take home and how silly that might sound. God is the king of glory. He is ruler over all glory and deserves all glory. Let him come in. Who is the king of glory? The Lord, strong and mighty, the Lord, mighty in battle. Who is this king of glory? The Lord of hosts. He is the king of glory. There is and ought not to be any confusion as to who this king of glory is. Psalm 29, verses 1 through 9. Ascribe to the Lord, O sons of the mighty. Ascribe to the Lord what? Glory and strength. Ascribe to the Lord the glory due to his name. Worship the Lord in holy array. Just because of his name, God Almighty, Yahweh, and all the names, different names used for God, he is due glory. Verse 3, the voice of the Lord is upon the waters. The glory, the God of glory thunders. The Lord is over many waters. The voice of the Lord is powerful. The voice of the Lord is majestic. The voice of the Lord breaks the cedars. Yes, the Lord breaks in pieces the cedars of Lebanon. He makes Lebanon skip like a calf and Syrian like a young wild ox. The voice of the Lord hews out flames of fire. The voice of the Lord shakes the wilderness. The Lord shakes the wilderness of Kadesh. The voice of the Lord makes the deer to calve and strips the forest bare. And in his temple, everything in his temple says glory. All about God and his sovereignty, his name, his voice, just in the words that he speaks. Consider even the words that are here before us this morning in the Bible as we hear uh, the Lord speak through various messengers. Glory, all ought to be pointing to the glory of God. Stand and sing our first two songs. Continuing to look in the Psalms, one more Psalm, 104. Select verses, O Lord, how many are your works, and wisdom you have made them all. The earth is full of your possessions. Let the glory of the Lord endure forever. Let the Lord be glad in his works. He looks at the earth and it trembles. He just looks at the earth, 
earthquakes happen. He touches the mountains, they smoke, the explosive nature of violent, violent volcanoes. I will sing to the Lord as long as I live. I will sing praise to my God while I have my being. We praise God because of his great power, just from his looking, his touching of the earth. We must sing of his praises, sing of his glory. And then the psalmist continues, let my meditation, the thinking of my heart and mind, be pleasing to him. May even our thoughts be pleasing to him, bring glory to him. As for me, I shall be glad in the Lord. Let sinners be consumed from the earth. Let the wicked be no more. Bless the Lord, O my soul. Praise the Lord. Attribute glory to Yahweh. In the closing book of our Bibles, we have the book of Revelation. And as Christ himself answers the prayer that he prayed in John 17, verse 5, and now, Father, glorify me together with yourself, with the glory with which I had with you before the world was. And that glory is revealed to John, and he saw him and fell at his feet like a dead man. What was it about the glory of Christ? John was in the Spirit on the Lord's day, and he heard behind him a loud voice, like the sound of a trumpet, just getting your attention, some blaring horn behind your head. He turns around. To see the voice that was speaking with him, obviously, God, Christ, using his words. And we saw that even in Psalm, the, the glory of his voice, even as it causes things to happen on the earth. His voice is powerful, majestic. It breaks the cedars. Uh, his glory, it thunders. He turns around to see this voice speaking to him. And having turned, I saw seven golden lampstands, the churches that he is amongst, in the middle of the lampstands I saw one like the Son of Man, clothed in a robe, reaching to the feet, and girded across his chest with a golden sash. His head and his hair were white like wool, like snow, and his eyes were like a flame of fire. He sees through and pierces through the camouflage, if you will, of what is trying to be hidden. He sees all. His feet were like burnished bronze when it has been made to glow in a furnace. He comes in judgment. His voice was like the sound of many waters, just like we read in the Old Testament. In his right hand he held seven stars, and out of his mouth came the sharp two-edged sword. His word is very piercing. He holds the messengers that he's about to send out, these messages to the churches. And his face was like the sun shining in its strength. We were in Duluth yesterday, a bit of fog rolled in off the lake, veiled the sun on blue sky day like you guys had here down in the cities, hot 90 degrees. The sun shining in its strength. That is the Lord's face in all of his glory. When I saw him, I fell at his feet like a dead man. Consider that even as you stand to sing our next three songs. And as your heart fall before the Lord as a dead man due to all of his glory. Stand and sing. Amen. Boy, we look forward to that everlasting song when we will be in his presence forever. We won't have to do a sets of two and three or just five songs on a short Sunday morning. The everlasting song, we look forward to singing it. Introduce yourself to someone new to you around you this morning.